Welcome everyone, Thursday night. We are now in the Har Lebanon slash Daf Yomi class, tonight's class, dedicated to Inu Nishmat, Rabbi David Ben Rivkah, Yed Nishmato, Surah, Surah Haim Amen. Today's Daf will begin, it's really Daf Nun He. We will begin on Nundalid Amurbet on the last, the first wide line on the page. It says, Now, what is the, we said that one of the things that a, an animal is not allowed to go out with is a para, a cow cannot go out with the Orha Kafar. Orha Kafar is a porcupine skin on him. Why would they put a porcupine skin on a you know? The reason why they put a, a skin of a porcupine on the cow is because otherwise rodents would attach themselves and nuzzle milk from the cow. And in order to avoid that, they put this skin of a porcupine, which will poke you, and this way, the rats don't end up drinking the milk out of the cow. Okay. They're not allowed to go out with a ritzuah, with a strap, in between its horns. We mentioned this last time, that you can't go out with a strap between the horns. So now, it's not allowed either according to Rav, who says that whether you put the strap for beauty or whether you put the strap for guarding it, it's Asur. Either Shmuel or according to Shmuel, Dama Lenoi Asur, he says that if you're doing it for beauty, it's Asur, but Shmuel Mutat Mutat. Now we have a very, very, very famous story which is going to take us way off topic for the rest of today's class. And here's the story. Now, once we're on the topic of a para, and how a para, a cow, is forbidden to go out with a strap between the horns, we're going to talk about the Mishnah, which says the paratosha We said that Rebiyah's cow went out with a strap in between the horns, and that was against the wishes of the big rabbis. Says the Gemara, a famous, famous story. You think he only had one cow. You make it like, the cow of Rabbi Eliezer ben Azariah went out with a strap. You make it, the cow? What do you mean, the cow? You know how many cows he had? V'amar Rav, V'amar Bihuda Amar Rav, Tracer Alfe Agli, Every year, the Maaser Behema of Rabbi Azar ben Azariah's cows yeah, was Tnesar Alfe 12,000 calves. Now, 12,000 calves. Understand, you don't have to give Maaser from all the calves you have, only from the new calves that year. That means that every year his flock 
gave birth to 120,000 calves. Now, in order to have 120,000 calves, you have to have, who knows, half a million cows? Who knows? Them? So you're going to say, well, the cow over the meal is over the What do you mean, the cow? What's a cow? It's got millions of, millions of cattle. Okay. Tanu, the writer says, actually, it wasn't his cow. The Mishnah is quoted as saying that his cow went out against the will of the rabbis. It wasn't his cow. It was his neighbor's cow. Because he didn't say anything to the neighbor when the neighbor's cow went out with this strap between the horns, he didn't say anything. So the Mishnah forever and ever records it as if his cow. He had, now by the way, what does he care about one cow? He's got a million cows, one cow. Like he's sick of cows. You know, sometimes if a guy has only one cow, he cares about your cow. He has who knows how many cows. And yet, one cow, he sees his neighbor's cow going out without a, with a strap in the wrong way. He should have said something. And therefore, we always say like his cow went out. Now, let's see the Gemara. Because you got to be responsible for your neighbor. Right. And guess what, Carl? That's going to be the subject. You hit it on the nose. We're talking about being responsible for your neighbor for the next hour. Rav, Rechanina, Rabbi Yochan, Rechabiba. These four rabbis. Matnu Bukul said to Moed, Koki Haizuga, Kalfi Rabbi Yochanan, Umayli, Rabbi Yonatan. So, whenever you see these rabbis, take out Rabbi Yonatan and put in Rabbi Yonatan. Kol Mishav Shalim Hot, Melanche Beton, Lomicha, any person who has the ability. To protest against what the people in this house are doing. He doesn't protest. He gets caught for the sin of the people in the house. If he has the power to make a protest for the people in the city, he'll be he'll be held responsible, liable for the people in the city. If he can make a, a protest in the whole world, he'll be held responsible. These people who live in the Reish Galuta's house, Reish Galuta was a person who had a lot of power, he's responsible for the whole world because he can protest against anything. Hashem will come in justice against the elders of his nation and the officers. If the officers sin, Zikrim, the elders, how do they sin? Says the Gemara, top of Nun Hei Amuralf. Rather, we're referring to Hashem's going to be upset at the rabbis for not protesting against the officers. And therefore, we see that someone who could protest should say something. She was yelling about something that had bothered her, somebody that had bothered her, and he ignored her. Amar lay. So, Rabbi Yehuda told Shmuel, 
don't you hear but don't write the pasuk that says the person who stuffs his ear not to hear the cry of a poor person he also will call out to Hashem and won't be answered which indicates that a person is to be Lord don't get answered if he ignores poor people's cries Amalei so Shmuel tells back of Yehuda Shinana you sharp one the Sheikh Bikriri my head is going to get cool water which means I'm going to be good but your rabbi's head is going to be in hot water what does that mean? that means that I'm okay for not protesting because there's nothing I can do about it right? but even though I'm okay but your rabbi is going to be in hot water why? because Morukva is the Abbetim, and therefore he could do something. So this lady should be talking to him. It says that David Hashem says, we're going to do judgment in the morning and rescue the people who are robbed from the hands of those who oppress them. Because otherwise, Hashem, if you don't do that, if a person doesn't take care of the poor people, Hashem will chas v'shalom, let his anger go out like fire and destroy the people. Amalei Rabbi Zerah Rabbi Simon. Rabbi Zerah told Rabbi Simon, L'chich namor lahani d'beresh b'lutata. Rabbi Simon, you should, you should rebuke the people of the resh b'lutata's house. Amalei, so he told me, they won't accept me. If I tell them something, they're not going to listen anyway. Why do I have to tell them something? They're not going to listen. Says, Even though they won't accept it, tell them anyway. Why? Says the Hashem never said that a good thing should happen and it got switched to bad besides for one time during the time of the destruction of the first Beit Mikdash which happened because, we're going to see in a second, people didn't rebuke other people. Now this is, we're going to show how Hashem originally wanted to destroy the Beit HaMikdash and save the Sadiqim. And we're going to find that in the end, because the Sadiqim didn't protest, Hashem is going to destroy everybody, including the Sadiqim, and not only is he going to destroy the Sadiqim, he's actually going to stop the destruction of the Sadiqim, who was supposed to be excluded, but since they didn't protest, it's going to be started from them. Listen to what's going on. Go past through the city, in the city of Jerusalem, and put a taf put a taf on the forehead of the people who are groaning and who are crying the people were crying about the Averot. Which, what, what does that Pasuk mean? Put uh, that Hashem told the, the angel to put a taf on the people during the Write on the go right or engrave on the forehead of the Sadiqim a taf, letter taf, shell of ink. So the angels of 
destructions will not be able to have any reign over them. While Mitzcham Shal Nishayimin on the forehead of the evildoers, Taf Shal Dam put a Taf of blood. So the angel's destruction can attack them. So now, after that happened, I, the, the angel was supposed to go and put a taf to save the Sadiqim. But then what happened? Midat Adin came in front of Hashem and said the following Are you with me, Carl? Carl, are you with me? Yeah, yes, I am. Yes, I am, Rabbi. You following? Yes, I am. Okay, good. So he says, What's the difference to these guys? Why are you saving some? You should kill everybody. So Hashem told me that these are complete to the king, these are complete to the king. So the Midatim tells Hashem, Hashem, they could have protested against these Hashem, they didn't. So Hashem tells Midatim, I know, I understand people's thoughts, and I know, and I know that even if they were to protest, nothing would have worked. So Midatim told Hashem, if you knew, but did they know? Yes, you knew it wouldn't work. But they don't know it wouldn't work. So why did they do something? And because he said that, and they didn't know, Hashem changed it and started killing the Sadiqim first. That's why it says, Zaken a Zaken, a rabbi, a young boy and a young girl. Taf v'nashim, babies and women, targu v'mashchik, to be destroyed by the destructor. While called ish asher alav atav, and anyone at the top on his forehead, al tigashu. So in the beginning, Hashem had said, don't touch anyone with the top on his forehead. Um mikdashai tachilu, and start from mikdash, start destroying the Beit HaMikdash. V'ekhtim, v'asuk says after that, it says they started from the rabbis in front of the bayit. So why did they start from the rabbis? If Hashem said, leave them out. Must be because of this change, because they didn't protest. So there we see how important it is to protest against sins. Is this clear, Irving? Wonderful. Let's continue. Tani Rabbi Yosef, Al-Tikri Mikdashi, Ela Mikudashi, don't say you should start from Hashem's Mikdash, rather start from my holy ones. Yani, start the destruction when the people who kept the whole Torah because they didn't protest. They started from, they kept the whole Torah from A to Z. Right away, six angels of destruction called men came from the Sharon. That was from the north gate, as it says, Hashem started the destruction from the north. Each man had a destructing uh, instrument in his hands. One man in the middle was wearing linen. 
and he had on his uh, belt, he had a kesher, he had a, on his thing, he had a kesher shesofer, he had a, a scribe's ink on his, on his, uh, on his belt. And it says, what else? These are the guys who end up destroying. They stood by the copper Mizbeach. Was there Mizbeach and Nechosh in the Beit HaMikdash? There wasn't, it was in the Mishkan. So what, is that? what do they say? No. Rather, I'm going to start from the place where they started saying Shira. The copper over here is not the copper of Mizbeach, but rather the copper instrument that the Levi'im used to use to say Shia in front of the Mizbeach. And that's where they start from, from the Levi'im over there. Who are these six men? Quotes. Fury, anger, wrath, destroyer, breaker, and, and annihilation. These are different mashkitims that Hashem sends to destroy when He wants to use them. All angels who serve Hashem by do, doing His will and destroying when necessary. Now the Quran wants to know, why did Hashem say write a taf? This interesting original plan of writing a taf on the Sondikim, on the Rishayim, why taf? Why not Sadi or something else? You with me, guys? Ralph, you hear or no? Yes, yes. Okay, Sam, you with me? Good. Okay, so why taf? Says the Gemara. We have a few different reasons why the taf. Amarav, tav tichye, tav tamut. Tav stands for tichye, live, and tav stands for die. That's going to Rav. Tav, both of them start with die. Tichye, live, tichye, tamut, die. Okay. That's according to Rav. Shmuel says, Tav refers to Tamu. So Tamu means Tama Zichut Avot. The Zichut Avot is gone. Forget about relying on Abraham Yitzhak and Yaakov. That's gone. Either you have your own Zichuyot or you're, that's it. We're going to kill you. That's Tav. Tav means it's over. So Tav on the Sadiqim means it's over, but you have. Tav on the Shreem is over and you're dead because you, no, you have none of your own. Okay? That's Shmuel. Reogran says, Tachon zechut avot. That means that zechut avot will help you. Okay? That's according to Reogran. We'll see what that means soon. Okay? Let's continue. Reish Lakish says, Tav sof chotmo shel ha-kodesh Tav is the last letter of Hashem's alphabet. Hashem's Hashem's seal is truth, and it ends with Taf, so we're pointing this is the end of Hashem's mercy. The reason why we put the Taf is to show that these guys kept the whole Torah from Al to Taf from beginning to end. That's why we got to move the page. Okay, hold on.
Is it good? Okay. This way. So you have everything till the end. Okay, you see it? Good. Says the Gemara. Shmuel had said that the reason why there was a tap on these people is because there was no Zuchut Avot. We're going to have a few different explanations where the Zuchut Avot left. Now, before I tell you that Shmuel Zuchut Avot died, you need to know that, of course, we have the Zuchut Avot till today. We start our Amidah mentioning the Zuchut Avot. But the Zuchut Avot used to protect to avoid we just mentioned it in front of Hashem that Hashem should listen to that tefillah. That the fact that it helps tefillah that still happens nowadays. We're talking here that the Zuhut Avot can protect people even though they are Rishaim, that we don't have anymore. Now it just helps us that Hashem will listen to us, but not that Hashem should stay away from the destroying people even though the Rishaim. So how long has it gone for? When the first was destroyed, how long did they not have this Zichut Avot. From the time of the prophet Hosea, Hosea is one of the of the of the Nevi'im in Tfeasad. Shnei Avot, it says, I will uncover her disgrace in the eyes of those who love her, and no one will be able to rescue her, which means now, Hashem, Hashem was going to get rid of the Zuhut Avot. The, lo- the people who love Chayisya are the Avot, and no one could rescue them, even they can't help them. Shmuel Amar Mimeh Chazael. Shmuel says from the time of Chazael, Shnei Amar, Chazael Melech Aram Lachatz Yisrael Kol Yimei Yohaz. It says Chazael pushed the Jews all days of Yohachaz. So you see, how is he able to push the Jews? Only because they didn't have the Zuhut Vichtiv. Vayachon Hashem Otam Vayachamem. Hashem had pity on them, and he had mercy on them. Hashem didn't, was gracious till now, in the time Chazil says, that Hashem was nice to them, and Hashem didn't let them fall into the hands of the enemy till now. And since it mentions Zichut Avot, it sounds like Zichut Avot just died exactly then. Beautiful. Now we have a Bishur ben Nevi, Bishur ben Nevi says, from days for the Yahu Navi, they lost the Chutavot. Why? As it says, it says when Menachatan came, by Yigash and Ravdi, by Yom and Hashem, and Okay, Abraham, it's like Yaakov, Hayom Yvada, Kiatarim, Israel, Vani Abdecha, Obedavaracha, Asitikon, Ma'elem. Right before the Yahu went on Har Kamel and offered the great sacrifice, Hashem Ulakim, Hashem Ulakim, he said, now the Jews are going to know that I'm your servant and I did everything because you told me. Right? So therefore, since it says Abraham Yitzhak Yaakov, and then he says, I'm your servant, you see that Abraham Yitzhak Yaakov must have stopped, the Zichut must have stopped at that point. That's according to Shuvah Levi. And finally, according to Rabbi Yochanan, it says, because it says about Hizkiyahu, the Marbea, Mishneo, Shalom, and Ketz, Alki said David, there is no shalom on the, there's no end to the shalom on David. And on, on the throne of David and on his kingdom, to help them and to and to protect them. In the in the will cause this to happen. 
So from here we see that until Chizkiyahu's time, the Kenah of Hashem, meaning the Zichut of Avot helped, and now it's not helping anymore. That's according to Rabbi Yochanan. Okay. Amr of Ami. En mita velochet ve'en yisrim avon. Now, we mentioned that Sadiqim could get punished because of the sin of other people, right? And that's what we've been talking about till now. According to Rav Ami, Rav Ami is going to say a chidush, which the Gemara is going to try to disprove. Rav Ami is claiming, if you see a Sadiq die, it can't be he didn't do a sin. Don't tell me that he sinned, that, that he died because of other people, this, that. If a guy died, he did a sin. That's your army. Okay? Is that so, clear, guys, so far? Rabbi, the, the, I think there were five people that never sinned. Ooh, how do you know that? Um, it's a Gemara in Berachot. Actually, it's a Gemara right here. And the Gemara is going to bring that as a question. Oh. Very good, Urban. There's four, and they're coming up soon. Good. Says the Gemara. Amrav Ami. Okay, we said that. En mita belochet. How do we know? It says, Hanefesh hachotat hitamut. The soul that sins, it dies. And it says, Lo yisa ba'avona av. Ba'av lo yisa ba'avona ben. Says, Gata tzadik alav tichyeh. Rashat a person doesn't die if anyone else sins. So Ami looks at the Basuk and says, Oh look, you see, everyone who died, he did a sin. It can't be somebody else's sin. It says, I will visit their sins with my stick, with my shahate. And I will, with Nigaim, I will do their plagues. Okay, Harry, you got what we're saying over here? So we're saying I now that a Sadiq, no, we're recording. We're about, on, right now we're on the top of Mem He Amur Bet, top, top word. But you have to move the page. A statement, what's that? You have to move the page. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. We're trying to attack the statement. That the rabbi said. The rabbi said nobody dies unless they did a sin. And we're saying we're going to attack that now with some other statements. One of them is coming is going to be Urban. May TV, I'll ask you a question. It says, The angels who serve Hashem send the Hashem, why did you cause death to come to Adam and Shon? What did you do wrong? Right? Amalahem, he called them. Mitzvah kalatziviti. Vavaralem. What do you want me to do? I gave him a small mitzvah. He went against it. Amalahem. What about Moshe and Aaron? They did the whole Torah. Why did they die? Amalahem. We have one rule that happens in Sadiqim and good, which sounds like people die without sinning. It sounds like Moshe and didn't do a sin, but because everyone gets the same deal, that's why they died. Oh, look. Amalek, right? 
Rav Ami, who says that everyone dies of sin, doesn't agree that Moshe didn't sin. He doesn't agree with this Tana. There's another Tana that's going to say that Moshe not only did sin, and we'll see them right now. Hudamar ki hai Tana. The Tanya, because we learned in the Brayta, the Mishimon Melazar Omer, Af Moshe Baram Chetometu. Don't Moshe not didn't die. They also died for sin. Shneimar, as it says in the biblical verse, Yan lo hemantimbi, because you didn't. Trust me, Hashem told Moshe Aaron, you're going to die because you didn't trust me in front of the Jews. But if you did trust me, it would not have been your time. So you see, so Rav Ami must go like this rabbi who says that Moshe Aaron did do a sin, and therefore, therefore that's why he died. So therefore he got out of that question. He dodged a bullet by saying that Moshe Aaron did sin, and therefore I'm saying that everyone who dies sin. May TV, and here's the question. The first Tana didn't know that? What? The first Tana who said Moshe Rabbein didn't, didn't do any chet, didn't know this pasuk? The first rabbi must have another way to get out of this pasuk. Oh, okay. Okay. May TV, we'll ask you another question. This is the question of Mr. Bijou. It says that there are four people who died because of the bite of the snake. And these are the following four. Number one, Binyamin ben Yaakov. Yaakov's son, the 12th Shevet Binyamin, never did a sin. Amram, Abi Moshe. Moshe's dead, dad, Amram, never sinned. Yishai, Abi David. David's father didn't sin. The Kilav ben David, David's son Kilav didn't sin. The Kulu Gemara, the Bar Mishai, Avi David. All of them that I'm telling you that they didn't sin, you should know that it's not that there's, there's no Pasuk saying they didn't sin. We have a tradition. You want to know how I know? Because Chazal told us. Otherwise, I wouldn't know. Okay? Now, hold on. I'm just trying to do this here. Sorry. Now, where is the Pasuk for Yishai? Amasa's dad, who was Amasa, the general of David, he switched. Avshalom instead of Yoav. Okay? I'm sorry, wrong. Avshalom put Amasa instead of Yoav and started in charge of the army. Now, Amasa, who was he? He was the son of a man, and his name was Yitra. Ha-Yisraeli. Ashebal Avigail, Bat Nahash. This guy, Yitra Israeli, was, was the husband of Avigail, Bat Nahash. Achot Silya, the, the sister of Silya. And Yoav, the mother of Yoav. Asked the Gemara, Lechibat Nahash Havai. Was she really the daughter of a snake? Hello, Bat Yishai Havai. She was the daughter of Yishai. Dichtiv, Ve'achiton Siruya Ve'avigayel. It says that the sisters were Siruya and Avigayel. Ela, no. Bat Mi Shemet Ve'ito Shenachash. She was the daughter of one who died because of the bite of the snake. And therefore, when it says snake, it's hinting in the Pasuk that the reason why Yishai died was because of the snake. The other ones you have to trust us for. That's a tradition.
okay? Mani. So who is the author of the statement? If you want to tell me that this is the author of the same rabbi of the previous Gemara where it says that Moshe and Aaron only died because of this of the sin of Hashem. How come it only says four? It should say Moshe and Aaron also. So it can't be it's the same rabbi. And we see that a guy can die without a sin. And a person can have troubles without a sin. You're right, it's a knockover of Rami. People do die without sins. And that's how we're ending off, that people could die without sins. And the people who could get troubles without sins. And those people, at least the four we know about, are these four great people who are who, Irving? Uh, Yishai, Kilav, the son of David, um, Amram, the father of Moshe, and... Benjamin. Benjamin. Benjamin, thank you, Sam. And Benjamin, the son of Yaakov. And two of them were father, son, Kilav and David, no, grandfather, grandson. David's father and son both were part of the part of the clique. Okay? Let's go. Now, once we're talking about sins, we're talking about people who supposedly have done sins but really didn't. He says, anyone who says Ruven, the son of Yaakov, did a sin, because in the Pasuk it says Ruven slept with Bilha, his father's wife. That's what the Pasuk says. So we're claiming now that anyone who says that he really sinned, he's fooling himself. It says in the biblical verse. The children of Yaakov were 12. Why is that to mention the children of Yaakov were 12? We all know how to count, right, Harry? We all know how to count. Why do you tell me how many are the 12? We see that they all had equal value. Each one was Sadiq. So obviously, if Ruben had slept with Bilah, he wasn't equal with the other ones. So what do I do? The Pasuk says, he slept with Bala, his wife's concubine. We see from here, we see that he mixed up his father's mattress. And because he got involved in such a thing, Hashem made it for a Sadiq like him as if he slept with her. Of course he didn't. But the fact that he got involved by moving his father's bed of where he should sleep that night, and it's something he shouldn't get involved in, it was like he slept with her. Tanya, we learned in the Brighton. Rabbi Shimon ben Lazar Omer, Mutzal oto tzadik me oto avon. This Sadiq Reuven never did that sin. Obama aseli yado, he never happened to him. Efshad, how do we know? If could it be that Ruben's children are going to stand on this foot of Harival years later? They're going to say the following words, Arud Cursed is the one who sleeps with his father's wife. Could it be that the children are going to say that Hashem is going to let them be there if their grandfather did a sin like that? Hashem would never let. It must be he didn't do the sin. So what do I do with the pasuk that says that he slept with her? It's a pasuk. Rather, this is what happened. Elbon imo Rather, he got upset 
about his mother's disgrace. The fact that his mother got this disgrace was what he was coming to avenge. Ahmad, how did he, what was he upset? He said the following. His, now understand, Ruven's mom is Leah. Leah was the oldest wife. Bilha is Rachel's co-wife. Rachel's servant who became Yaakov's language. So he said the following, If my mother's sister was a co-wife and she was the main wife, okay, at least it's a sister. You want that my, my aunt's maid is going to be primary wife over my mother? My aunt's primary? Okay. But my aunt's maid be a primary wife? Can't be. All right. So he got up and he made the primary place for his father to sleep in his mother's house. And because he's getting involved, that's why they said that he stopped talking. Then you disgraced the beds that you went up on. Don't read it, rather read it. Yitzu I don't read it. Bed el Yitzu I. Rather Yitzu I. Beds. Kitanai, like we learned in the in the Machloketanaim, it says Pahas Komaim Al Total. This pasuk is referring to Reuven. It says he's quick like water, and you don't get extra because you were so quick. You don't get extra. Now, we're going to have a bunch of rabbis explaining the word pahas as to refer to Ruben's sin and teshuvah. We'll see inside. Rabbi Lezanamar, pasta, pay is for pasta. Chet, pasta means quick. Chet is for chafta, means we made you liable. And zalta means you belittled, you belittled your father. So each one, the pay, chet, and zayin, according to this rabbi, is referring to those three things. Rabbi Shulman, Pasata al-dat, you, you, you stepped on the law. Chatata, you sinned. Zanita, and you did znut. Rabbi Gabriel Omer, Pilalta, you did a, you prayed. Chilalta, you prayed, you begged Hashem. And Zalchat your prayer shone forth. According to this rabbi, the pahaz is referring to the teshuvah that Ruben did. Okay? Amar Rabban Gamliel, Adai Tzichin Aluli Modai. We still need the rule from Modai. Flip the word Pachas around, do it that way. Zion is Zazata, you shook. Hey is Herteta, you pull back. And Hey is Parcha Chet Memecha, all the sin left you. Okay. Pachas is. Zakharta you remember the sin? You got sick from doing Teshuvah. And Pei is Perash Mechet, you didn't sin. So according to these Pshatim, Yaakov is pointing out that really Ruben did not sin. Don't say that he sinned. Now, who else did supposed to have done sins? Let's see over here. Ruben Bini, Ali Eli Bini. Shmuel, David, Shlomov, Yosh, Siman. These are the people that supposedly did sins, and we're going to see that they didn't do sins. 
Reuven we spoke about. But now we're going to talk about the sons of Eli. Now, Eli, of course, oh, Eli was the Kohen Gadol in the time when Shemuel was a kid. And he was a tremendous Sadiq. And his sons, the Pasuk says, Chofni and Pinchas, were not Sadiqim. And Hashem made them both die, and Shemuel took over as the Navi from them. Now, the Pasuk says, is going to say about them, we'll see soon, that they slept with the women who came to bring Korbanot to the Beit HaMikdash. Pretty harsh words. But we're going to see now that those words should not be interpreted literally. They don't mean what they say, just like the words by Reuven did not mean exactly what they say. Says the Gemara. Amr Shmuel bar Nachmani. Amr Yonatan. Anyone who says that the children of Eli sinned, eno el He is nothing but a guy who makes mistakes. Shneimar, as it says, v'sham shnei bnei Eli chofniyeh pulchas koanim la'ashem. These two sons of Pinchas was a kohen to Hashem. Right now, sabalekarav. Yeah. But basically, what we're saying is, is this. Pinchas didn't do a sin. And therefore, we connect Chofni to Pinchas. Just like Pinchas didn't sin, neither did Chofni sin. Right. So what do I do with Pasuk? Pasuk says, that they slept with the women. What do we do with that? Says mitoch sheshehu et kinehen shloachu etzel ba'alehem ba'alehatuv kiyos shechovam. Really, they didn't do it and touch them at all. What happened was they these ladies had to bring a korban to the Beit Hamikdash, and they were waiting to finish the korban to be able to go home and be with their husbands. This these rabbis delayed them. They let them wait. Let those ladies wait. I'm busy. And by telling those ladies to wait, they are holding the ladies back from the husband. That is like getting involved between them and their husband. And therefore, the Torah says as if they lay with them, even though Qasr Shalom didn't do anything of the sort. But on their level, it's like that. Wow. Okay? Gufa. We're going to talk about the original statement. Amar Pinchas Lochata. Pinchas didn't say, how do we know Pinchas? One of those sons didn't It says this guy Achya was a great grandson of Pinchas, the son of Eli, and he was a Kohen Hashem. Now, there's a rule. The Torah never mentions a Sadiq. We never mention a grandfather of a Sadiq if the grandfather of the Sadiq is a Rasha. So we'll stop. We won't mention him. So the fact that we mentioned Pinchas over here with his grandson who's a Sadiq, must be he was a Sadiq too. Torah so is going to use him as Yichus, as lineage, if he did a big sin. Hashem doesn't let a person do a big sin end up becoming in a position of righteousness. If he got to a position of power, it must be that he was a good guy, not a bad guy. And therefore, therefore it must be that, it's, that it wasn't true. 
Okay, we're going to stop right over here. Okay? If he says who? Lo yek, I'm sorry, let's just finish. Let's just finish this up. If he says who? Lo ye lo ed, bachachamim. Lo ona betamidim. If the guy who sins is Yisrael and he's going to sin, he's not going to have any children who is going to be up among the sages or responsible among the students. Him kohenu, if he's a kohen, lo yelo ben magish minchai, he will not have a son who will bring a korban to Beit Hamikdash. Hashem will work it out that if you do a big sin, your kids are not going to do too good. Elav shmami na pinchas lo hata must be pinchas didn't sin. Elav ktiv hashishu, but it says that he was lying down. So right, yishkeven liv. Don't say that he laid with the woman. Rather, yishkeven, it means. He laid with them. Laid with them means, we'll see in a It sounds like only Chofni did it, not him, not, not Pinchas. But didn't Eli say about his sons? Don't Bini Banai, my sons. So, Amar Nachman, Bini Ktiv. I know it says Banai, which sounds like both sons sin. But rather, you shouldn't read it by my sons. Rather than Bani, my son, because only Chofni sin not Pinchas. It says that you're Ma'aviram, you're plurally causing them. So it sounds like plural, sounds like Chofni and Pinchas. Written it, read it, you, Ma'aviram, you're causing only Chofnis. It says that the sons of Eli are children of wicked men. Really, only Chofni sins. But since Pinchas didn't tell him anything, it's like Pinchas sins. So we ended up with the same thing we started with, that a person doesn't say anything, it's as if he did the sin. But it's not Hashem. Hashem should take away all our sins, inshallah. Amen. 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 Okay, let me just stop. Uh, what's the schedule tomorrow? Okay, tomorrow I would like to do at 4.30 in the afternoon. Okay? 4.30? Yes, does that work for you? Yeah, whatever yeah. 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 works for the rabbi. Okay, we'll see you on tomorrow. Same time, same place. I um, would like to point out, very nice to point that we have Albert Stavros on. Which we, oh, let me just stop the recording first. Oh, stop it. Okay. Uh, you're not working. We won't mention it. Okay, boys. Talk to you soon. See you tomorrow. Good night, Thank you, Thank you, Thank you. Okay.